0: Welcome to Mates in Courage, brought to you by Good News Unlimited. I, Be part of a conversation between Graham Hood, champion fisherman, airline pilot and school dropout, and Ali Gonzalez, wannabe fisherman and holder of more useless degrees than you can poke a stick at. What could these two possibly have in common? The fact that neither of them have anything to hide. That's what. I, Mates in Courage. Take a listen.
1: Hi, Ellie. How are you doing, Graham? I'm doing much better for sitting next to you doing a podcast. All right. I'm getting some really good feedback about our little podcast. Are you? Yeah, I am. It's really good. Um, Who's listening? Truckies are listening. Truckies? Yeah, people I work with are listening. My daughter listens. Wow. And she likes them. Oh, that's good.
2: Hope she likes this one. I guess it's uh for your daughter it's a non-threatening way to
1: listen to her dad. Yeah, and discover things that she'd often thought to be true but she, never had the she courage. She doesn't to, have to answer. She doesn't have to answer, but she's on <laughs> she's on her own journey too, which we all are. Yeah. We all are. So lots of people listening. So I hope they find them genuine. You better believe they are. Well, I hope they are because being genuine and having integrity is a really big well, thing. I I've,
2: I've I've heard you talk a lot about integrity. Yeah. My brain's a bit foggy about what integrity is. I think for most people it's a highfalutin word that means you're a good person.
1: Is that what it is? I mean, I don't really know what it is other than I suffered from the lack of it for many years. Okay, let's talk about the lack of integrity. What's the lack of integrity? Well, I think it's living in denial of yourself and and, uh, not living into your destiny and uh, um, living in the dark is a lack lack of integrity. Pretending to be something that you're not. And that's a good one. Gee, I've done that for most of my life. It's what about got, you?
2: Integrity. I think integrity has to do with um, being true to yourself. Yep. Being true to what you know is right. Yep. You know, when when you're not true, when your actions don't agree with what you know is right, then you lose integrity. Uh, do hypocrites have integrity? No. No, I agree. Hypocrites don't. When your actions are aligned with what you know is right, yeah. then you're also honest yeah. and you, you tend to be transparent. Yep. People know that they can trust you. Yeah. So all those things are part of integrity for me. Am I on the, on the money here? Yeah, I reckon. you're usually the definitions
1: man. No, last time I asked you a definition, you about, was it about passion, wasn't it? And you came up with this amazing Latin or Greek definition? I'm not too sure what it was. I've
2: got the weirdest trivia rattling inside my head. (laughs) How important is honour to you? Honour? Well, that's another one that's hard. That's an old-fashioned term. It's irrelevant for
1: today, isn't it? No, it's more relevant today than it ever was. The need for it is more relevant. Honour. Can you have honour without integrity? No, I don't think so. Mm. But I'm not sure what honour is. Honour is a gift a man gives himself. I know, you've said that before to me. I still don't know know what it means. It's not my phrase either it was in a movie called
2: rob roy that's a that's an attribute of honor but it's not what honor is
1: is it what is honor and what else did he say that really struck me honor is a don't worry in the getting of it it grows in you Mm. honor grows in you honor is a gift that no man can give you and none can take away Mm. well look for me honor is being but integrity is the same thing It is, yeah, but I I think... In that sense. Integrity, truth. Integrity means truth, I think. Yeah. And sincerity, and I think that serves honour. Honour is also standing up for the downtrodden Mm. um, and defending the undefendable. Mm -hmm. Honour is standing up for what you know is right, and to do that you have to have integrity. And I think if you have integrity, and this is in your field, wouldn't integrity need to be founded in some kind of truth based on education, understanding? Well, from what you're saying, I think integrity follows honour. Yeah. I think honour is the principle and integrity is the doing of it. So perhaps. honours honours the four-wheel drive and integrity the caravan behind it.
2: Yeah. Um, integrity is the principle of what is right. Yep. And honour is the walking in it, if you like. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Maybe, maybe that's how it works. That's very good. But these are old-fashioned concepts. They're not relevant in today's society. You'd never hear anyone talking about how men need to have more integrity or more honour. Don't you? No, I don't.
1: What happens when we placard about domestic violence?
2: No one talks about
1: integrity in those contexts. Black lives matter.
2: No, not integrity. People don't connect that with integrity.
1: Isn't the lack of integrity the cause of domestic violence and black lives don't matter?
2: Well, probably, but people don't know it.
1: Well, maybe we're focusing on the wrong end.
2: Maybe maybe that's the problem. Now, that's an interesting thing you said. How do you think that integrity is related to
1: black lives matter? Well, there's so many ways you can answer that, depending on your viewpoint. There are a lot of people saying that all lives matter, and I agree with that. I think all lives matter. I think white lives matter and yellow lives matter. No, life matters. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the lack of integrity shows up in the lack of understanding and love of people of different cultures and ethnicities. That's ingenuous. I mean, we, we need to look at each other as um, as who we really are, and, I, and you and I both believe that that's the sons and daughters of the living God, mm-hmm. and I think it's integrity that gets us to admit that there are times when we don't do it that way. There are times when I've caught racism in my thinking Mm. and I guess integrity is actually saying that to an audience now I hate any form of prejudice Mm. but I'm honest enough to admit that there are elements of that that live in me as a result of my upbringing
2: Mm. integrity is facing the truth yeah isn't it
1: it is that's
2: what integrity is also it's facing the truth yeah it is on the first day of school I started school early. I would have been four, four and a half. I started kindergarten early yeah. back in 1970. That gives me away. In my class, there was a, a little Aboriginal girl. I say little, but she was really tall. She was very dark-skinned. Yeah. She was a beautiful girl. Yeah. And she had really long uh, legs. Yeah. And even in that little, in that class of... You know four and five year olds she was teased mercilessly mm. as uh you know daniela longlegs i remember you know is a nickname that we gave we as little kids we thought that was really you know it was teasing which which it was but we thought that long legs was very hurtful
1: how'd you react to that
2: well i never knew i never knew until um you know decades and decades and decades later I was very young then, and I don't remember joining in any of that teasing, but I sympathised with the teasing, right? And I probably did join in because as little kids do, yeah. little mob, little kid mob mentality. Yep. Decades later, I came across her on Facebook. I've never right. met her, but just on Facebook. Yeah. And I recognized who she was, and I sent her a private message, yeah. just uh, re- remembering that year that we spent together at school when we were infants. Mm. And, uh, and I talked to her about that I remember the teasing that she received mm. and that I probably was involved, mm. you know, uh, although I was very young. And I apologised for the hurt that that would have caused her and how it influenced the course of her life. Mm-hmm. The teasing did affect her life because, you know, she told me that that school, you see, um, that, that little school we went to was a Christian school. Mm. And uh, later on in life... Uh, you know she told me that she had left uh, the Christian faith and she'd gone back to her roots in mm. in her traditional aboriginal beliefs yeah. and and that the rejection that she had experienced and the systematic prejudice that she had had to face growing up through her school years and you know into her adulthood was a factor in in that choice and mm. and I said to her. You know you know, good on you, uh, why? because she found herself and she's she has a faith, and uh you know she 's dealing with her hurts at least in some way mm. so yeah it 's interesting that you say that integrity grows within you as an infant back in that little school. I had none, I was just reflecting my environment, if you like mm. and uh and maybe that apology that I offered her, which was quite fulsome and genuine you know was an act of integrity but you know i know people of that generation i can name them now that would never make that apology yeah you know and who were there yeah right and so maybe maybe integrity has grown within me over mm. the years yeah but the other thing about my own upbringing is that i grew up in a in a very judgmental family Mm. You know, very close family who, who really sacrificed and suffered for me and and gave me a lot of advantages and and uh, loved me as as best as they could, but very judgmental. So judgmental, in fact, that if we were walking down the street in shopping centre, you know, my dad, my mum, my my little brother and me, it would be rare that we would walk past someone who was obese. You know, just a little bit, even without. Uh, my father whispering a comment to us, oh, look at that person. Look, she's really let herself go. Or look, mm. he really has no self-control. You know, he's just destroying himself.
1: Prejudice has many forms. Yeah.
2: And I grew up like that. And I can recognize that now. Mm. But it's really hard when you grow up. You know, uh, with and I had a lot of grew up with a lot of religious prejudices too mm-hmm. against people who didn't believe as I believed or who lived in a who chose to have different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard when you grow up to face the truth about yourself mm-hmm. and face the truth about other people and and recognize that you know uh, that they've had to suffer. Mm. What they've suffered and and to recognise that they've got their own stories, and uh, that you cannot you cannot sit as as judge over them. And to get to that point is to have integrity. Mm. You know, and then you can relate to people in in an open way mm. uh, where and when people see that change in you, then they can learn to trust you. They know they're not going to be judged. they know that you accept them for who they are as a as a human being. As a person, and
1: and you appreciate them. Mm. Does uh, integrity link up with the word integral?
2: Yes, of course it does. How so? Well, the word integral means whole. It means to be whole. Right. So, how important is integrity? Very. I, now that you remind me that it means whole, and you said integrity has to do with truth, maybe integrity has to do with seeing the whole and understanding the whole the big picture. Yeah, the big picture.
1: Not focus on the corner in the bottom corner of the frame where the uh, artist's signature is, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Another question for you. And mm. these are just flowing because... Stream we of consciousness. Yes, <laughs> they are. Can a thief have integrity?
2: Yes, in the, within the context of being a thief. Yes. If he lives up to the rules of what being a community of thieves means, the mob has great integrity.
1: You know, Honour amongst thieves.
2: Yeah. You know, the the mob, the mafia, have integrity amongst themselves. They do, yeah, yeah yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. In terms of not snitching and, you know, betraying the secrets of the family and, and all that sort of stuff.
1: So if, if integrity is seeing the whole picture and the truth, right? Yeah. Let's go back to a couple of thousand years ago when three people hung on a cross. Mm-hmm. One of them was Jesus mm-hmm. and the other two were thieves. mm mm-hmm. One of them mocked Jesus, mm-hmm. and the other one saw the truth. Yep. Integrity, I think, set that thief apart from the other one, yeah, because he saw yeah, the truth good. and he acknowledged it, didn't he?
2: That's really good. I guess I was thinking of another context when you asked me the question. Yes, you can have integrity among the community of thieves, but it's not absolute integrity if integrity means seeing the whole picture. Right, mm. In, I mean, ultimate integrity means ultimate integrity. It means to have true understanding, mm. not just within the rules of your family—your mm. mum, your dad, your wife, your husband, your kids, uncles, and whatever—not just within the rules of your profession, whether that's being a thief or an accountant, mm. right? Or not? Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, oh but integrity means integrity as a man, integrity as a woman, as a whole. And I think you're quite right because that thief on the cross, remember, yeah, there were two of them, and yeah. one of them was mocking Jesus. Yeah. And this thief said, you know, we are suffering, you know, justly for the wrongs we've done. There's the first point of integrity is yeah. recognize, not in denial yep. Of, yep. of the problems in his life, yep. right? Of, the, yep. of his, the, the things he's done. You know, but this man has done nothing wrong and i think for me my quest for integrity has led me to jesus christ because he's the model of integrity
1: exactly right exactly yeah i want to demonstrate some integrity here some current integrity and that is that before you press the record button we said what are we you said what are we going to talk about and mm. we were thinking about things and i said let's talk about integrity mm. And you thought about it, and you said, "Okay." Uh, and I said, "Have you got anything you want to share about integrity?" And you kind of said, "No, not really." And then we're we spilling both- our secrets, Graham. Yeah, that's integrity. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we both said, "Let's just let God take the conversation where it needs to go." Now, the questions I've asked you had nothing to do with anything that was preconceived in my mind, Ooh. and nothing that I'd thought about. They just came at the spur of the moment. Ooh. And that's why I reckon it's important that we're honest about this. Ooh. Because I think a lot of the things that we talk about aren't necessarily led by us because of some desire to talk about a particular issue. I believe we're being guided to talk about those issues. Ooh. And so that's the talk on integrity I think is really important. Now, it's funny I asked the question about can a thief have integrity because I've been a thief in my life. Have you? Yeah, I've been a shoplifter and... and. Um, The only time I ever got my dad's acknowledgement was when I stole something. (laughs) (laughs) My dad was a thief. Now, to put this into context, my dad grew up in the Great Depression. Mm. When he was a kid, he used to get rewarded for stealing oranges and coal and things like that in order to keep the family warm and fed. And and so my dad lived in a society where uh, where a lot of people only survived because they stole to survive. Mm. Now, the integrity came in that, in that when the Depression was over... Those who stole went back to the people they stole from and repaid them. Ooh. And that's the difference. You right. know, My dad used to say, that's the difference. Nowadays, uh, somebody else will cut your throat just to steal your running shoes from you. Ooh. Or your mobile phone. When I understood that that's where my dad was coming from, I also know that it was integrity, an inbuilt sense of integrity in me that got me to see that stealing was actually taking from somebody who had to work hard to get what they got. Ooh. And so dishonesty was a big part of my life and, you know, it was how I kept the mask on for years but also how I I got things that I wanted and Mm -hmm. not necessarily needed.
2: Uh, For most of my life, I haven't been a person of integrity. Mm. I mean, I've desperately wanted integrity Mm -hmm. but I've known, you know, within myself that I I wasn't living up to the integrity that other people thought I had. Yeah. And that was because... Uh, you know i was an addict to to porn mm-hmm. and because of that i wore a mask
1: well, this is a, a preacher
2: of the gospel i was a preacher of the gospel mm. people and people didn't know this about me yeah. and uh, as soon as that happens uh, you lose your integrity within yourself like you said it's a gift you give yourself other people might have thought that i was a person of integrity but i knew within myself that i wasn't mm. but i didn't know how to find integrity or how to you know i was desperate to have integrity in my life but even though i was a preacher of the gospel as you call me i didn't know how to take hold of that integrity yeah. i just i didn't know how to because i was caught in this in this vicious circle and i was always desperately trying to be someone i wasn't mm. on this endless quest for love and acceptance by others yeah even though other people thought i was amazing and i, I yeah. and i Amazing achievements, and I was one I've of those. Done lots of things. I'm yeah. still one of those. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Graham. Even though people thought I was amazing, I thought I was I was total rubbish, because that was had always been my self talk from a child, because uh, that was what I'd always picked up from my family, basically growing up from from my earliest years. Yeah. Right. Even though they love me, they loved me as best they could, you know, yep. but. And so, and so all of that made me put up a facade. This is, you know, this is who I should be so that I can be the person that you want me to be. All, right? all these layers of, of false identity. And that, it stopped mm. me from having integrity because when you have integrity, you just are who you are, you know who you are, and because of that other people can know who you are. Which
1: makes you intrinsically more powerful. Exactly in, in the messages you you transmit now the thing that leads to is a lack of integrity I believe disempowers us absolutely for example when a minister of the gospel has a porn addiction it must diminish the power of the things he presents from a pulpit mm-hmm. or in your case via the internet through your your web based gospel ministry unless you confess to it if you like I remember once being asked to speak at a men's retreat. In New Zealand, and um, the subject was pornography and an addiction and whatever. And one of my falls was just before I was to speak to these men. In mm-hmm. fact, the night before, I arrived in New Zealand and I went to the motel and I opened the uh, computer to check if there were any emails. And uh, their little pop-up came up on the screen, and next minute I'm watching porn. And then the next day, I'm preaching to a whole bunch of men about pornography addiction. Mm-hmm. And it was the last day of a, of a three-day presentation where I couldn't bear it any longer. The hypocrisy of what I was doing was killing me, and I had to own up. Mm-hmm. And I confessed to them that I'd stumbled the night before I came. And you could have mm-hmm. heard a pin drop. Mm-hmm. And then after confessing, I started presenting, and a couple of minutes into presenting, a guy stood up and put his hand up. Mm-hmm. And I said, what is it? And he said, me too. And then that gave permission to the guy next to him to stand up and say, me too. And bing, 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 everywhere these guys were saying, you're not the only one. Then we really focused on what we were there to talk about. And I think integrity gives us much more power to achieve whatever the result is that we're after. If we can present in honesty, then we're much more likely to hit the target than if we're trying to hide things. And you know what it's like. I mean, you... There are times, Ellie, and you'd admit, when you feel so desperately empty, even in the middle of your faith, Mm. that to stand up and talk about the glory of God just isn't in your DNA for that day. Because I'm a human being. Because we're human beings. And when we stand up, when we're we're scheduled to speak somewhere and we're feeling that way, Mm. our lack of integrity about the subject matter takes away so much power out of what we're about to say. Because... There's a little voice inside us saying, you're a phony, Mm. you're a fake. Man, I've been in that situation a lot of times, Mm. so many times in my life. And I I love the fact that I'm now starting to recognise that that's what happens when I live out of integrity. I'm disempowered. You know, the old saying, honesty is the best policy. I think that defines integrity too. Mm.
2: And these principles apply in every single area of your life, don't they? They do, they have to. There's no part of your life that isn't, uh, impacted by them. Every relationship you have, your your marriage, you know, relationship with your kids, uh, your relationship with uh, your work colleagues, your boss, every single relationship, uh, when it's not based on integrity, it's just not going to work.
1: Well, if you're living disempowered, you're not actually living. Mm. There's that line out of the movie that says, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. It's Shawshank Redemption. I think when we live without integrity, we're, we're busy dying. Mm-hmm. Because what is your life at the end of the day? If you're one of those old men in a nursing home, what is your life at the end of the day when you're living your life in slow motion replay to (laughs) realise that you you lived a life without integrity? Or you denied it? Or you lost your power because of a lack of it? So,
2: Graeme, you asked me some questions. Let me ask you a question. How do you recover integrity
1: once you've lost it? Just tell the truth. Step out of denial about who you are. Being in this recovery ministry of ours, a Ooh. recovery road program, has, has helped me to see the benefit of that because um, it's when we own our stuff that we start to get the freedom of it, when, it when we admit it, not own it, because I, you know, I think the quicker we get rid of it, the better. Ooh. The best way to get rid of it is to tell the truth. Uh, there's a saying I've used for a long time, I, I heard it somewhere, um, it's tell the truth faster. Ooh. Telling the truth faster is um, is the best way to live in in the truth, which is where integrity lives. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's about that. My ego is the greatest enemy to my integrity because any if there's anything that's going to shut me up from telling the truth about who I am and what I'm doing, it's my ego. Mm-hmm. And my ego is my has always been my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. I think for me,
2: the the key to recovering integrity. I think it starts with what you said. I, I do think it, it is about owning the truth of who you are yeah. and why you are, yeah. why you are the way you are. Yeah. But then moving on, and you don't live out of the past. No. You don't live out of, out of your lack of integrity of the past, but you live in a new identity of integrity that Jesus Christ can give you where you don't have to be afraid anymore. You, know, you have his freedom. And he gives you a new identity. The past is, is wiped clean as far as he's concerned. Yeah. And you're free to start again. But this time, you're not alone. That's and it. And you don't have to be afraid. And so you can be transparent. You can be honest. You know, you can have confidence. The reason for lack of integrity is Fear.
1: Yeah, right? you what would
2: people think of me? Yeah, but now you don't have to be afraid anymore. No, you don't. Right? The past is dealt with, and in the present, you're not alone. You're strong.
1: So if I'm reading you correctly, you're saying that, that integrity can actually save you. I guess I've kind of outlined that process, haven't I? In
2: not as many words. Yeah, you have. These podcasts are about us having authentic conversations and telling it as it is. And so, you know, as I was saying that to you, I'm talking about my own experience. And, and I have found integrity through uh, discovering who really who God is. You can't know who you are until you know who God is because yeah. you depend on him. And once you know who he is, then he tells you who you are. And I'm safe and I'm secure in that.
1: I feel better for understanding the importance of integrity. Even talking about integrity in itself supports the notion of how important it is to your life. And honour can't exist without integrity. And I think a man without honour is not a man. And I lived without honour for long enough to realise that. We didn't know how we were going to fill this conversation, but God knew.
2: Yeah. Look, what I can say is that I'm growing in integrity. You are. And I'm sleeping better, better at night. I'm sleeping better at night.
1: I'll tell you what, it takes some powerful integrity for a man who does what you do for a living to admit that he's uh, had a porn problem. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I'm so proud of you for that. You know. Is there anything else you'd like me to admit? Whatever comes into your thoughts? No, nothing particularly right now. You know the beauty of it is, well, I often say your strength lies in your vulnerability. Yeah. I can count on less than one hand, if you like, a couple of fingers, the number of times that my honesty has been brought about to injure me. No, it was used in an attempt to injure me a Ooh. couple of times by those who were masking their own lack of integrity. And my reaction from the integrity of that is to pray for those people Ooh. and to wish the best for them and, and hope that one day they can realise the freedom they can have by by actually looking at their character and saying, you know, I need to work on that. Ooh. I think we've got to stop condemning one another and that's the foundation of integrity as well. Stop judging and condemning each other and I hope I get there one day. There's another topic. Yep. Judgment and condemnation. Gee, that's a big one. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Leave it for another day.
1: Yeah, it must be time to have some lunch.
2: Yep, that sounds good.
1: All right, Ellie, great talking to
0: you.
2: And uh, you too. I love you, mate. I love you too, buddy. Okay. See you, bye. Bye.
0: Mates in Courage. Brought to you by Good News Unlimited. On my way home. To sign up for Graham and Ellie's daily spiritual message emails about recovering from addictions, hurts and hang-ups, visit goodnewsunlimited.com. To book Graham and Ellie for talks, get in touch at the same website. And if you're troubled by anything you've heard, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Or an equivalent service in your own country. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? Mates encourage. Catch you in the next episode.